the Unbillable Hour Community Table, where real lawyers from all around the country with real issues they are dealing with right now meet together virtually to present their questions to Christopher T. Anderson, lawyer and law firm management consultant. New questions every episode, and none of it scripted. The real conversations happen here. In our first segment, a lawyer is seeking to transfer more of her firm's tasks to her operations manager. I'm doing this for 40 years, but I'm in my own firm for 27. I'm the owner, the only partner. I have uh, 15 employees. And so I see that I'm involved in every aspect of the business. We have four departments, the legal, the marketing, the administrative, and the financial. And at the beginning of the year, I said, you know what? I can't do it all. I have people who've been with me forever. I have a great office manager, a great financial guy, some great attorneys, and you know somebody who's my intake person forever. So we have a great solid team. Of course, there are always other people coming and going. And so I said, how can I not be so involved? So I said to my finance guy, who's really detail-oriented and great, do me a favor. Why don't you take over operations? We don't even know what that means. What does it mean to be like director of operations? Let's give everyone metrics, key performance indicators. Let's, uh, you know, you talk about uh, Gino Wickham and Traction EOS. Let's uh, come up with four projects a quarter and you be in charge of all of them and make sure they get done, oversee everybody. But to be honest with you, it's it, it, we're past the first quarter and I see I'm still very involved in the marketing and in, in everything. How how can I remove myself, be the visionary and put more accountability on my office manager, my operations person, what, what should this operations person be doing? I guess that's the bottom question, bottom line. Okay, cool. The, I guess the, the follow-up question I would ask, I think I know the answer, but the follow-up question I would ask is, so who did you get to help you with that? What does that even mean? Nobody. I mean, I just said. Right. I knew the answer. So, right. so what you did was you you just basically said, Alakazoo, Alakazam, your chief operating officer or director of operations or whatever you, you told them. But in business, one thing you can usually count on is people will do what they know. People will do what's in their comfort zone. So you give them a new title, they're just going to keep doing what they did. Um, and they might tweak it a little bit. And they might try to venture into this area. But as soon as they hit an area of uncomfort, discomfort, they will stop because they don't know the role and they don't have anybody to help them understand the role. Um, they have nobody to model what that looks like and what success looks like. So it'll lead to great frustration. And by the way, that includes you, right? Because you don't know yes. how to not be involved in all those things. You don't know how to find a lane and stick to it and really niche what you do for the business down to an achievable level. So, you know, if it's traction is the model you want, then you should be working with somebody who can help your team implement traction. It's not overnight. Like people that have implemented traction, like by the time they're self-sufficient in traction, it's usually a year. And then they oftentimes keep the traction consultant on a kind of either that consultant or another consultant on a low level to kind of check in on them and make sure they're staying the course. The easiest analogy for me would be just like you saying, you know, I'm not feeling very fit. I want to be able to run a marathon. So I'm just going to go out there and run. And what's going to happen is you're going to injure yourself, right? And you're not going to run the marathon because you're going to get injured and you're going to be right back. You're going to be worse off than where you were, as opposed to getting a running coach, 
getting someone or, you know, get to, to get you started to, to set up a program for you. Once you've gotten started and they make sure your form is good and then you're not running in a way that's going to hurt yourself and you've got the program set, then the coach can back off a bit and kind of let you go and then check in with you from time to time to make sure you're making progress according to the metrics that you all agreed on. It's the same thing in the business. You need someone to help you because this is a big change. I mean, you just said, I forgot, I don't, I didn't write down the number of years, but you just said you've been doing it this way for a long, long time. You all have muscle memory. You all have a way of doing things that is going to be your go-to. And as much as you really, like you, if you read Traction and, or, you know, or one of the other books and you say, like, I'm really going to do it uh, coming up for air, by the way, great book I'm getting through right now and, and bring it to my team. As long as you, or it's come up for air. As long as you everything's fine, you'll make some progress. And then as soon as there's puts a stress on the business because you get too much work in the door or something bad happens or something great happens, but there's stress on the business, you will devolve back to your habits in a heartbeat because it's what you know and it's, so it's what you'll do. And so you know, the likelihood of you bootstrapping yourself into this kind of huge change in the way you run your business, which by the way, I applaud you for trying. I mean, I think it's, it's really fantastic because you do, in order to grow, you do need to make that change, but it's not going to have, it's very unlikely to happen without somebody dedicating themselves to the process, the change process. So I am, um, I'm now finally running on EOS. Um, but like I said, it took about nine months. I hired a EOS fractional integrator. Yeah, there's an implementer and an integrator and just be mindful. They are two very, very different things. Um, so I hired a fractional integrator that not only taught us how to implement EOS, but worked us through the system as uh, with the limited executive team I had at the time, which consisted of me and my executive assistant, quite frankly. She helped me do all the things, get my goals, the quarterly, the rocks. She taught me the system. It's like installing the operating system and then helped me find my current legal administrator who's now also now learning EOS so she can take it over. And we've scaled back the EOS. The whole point of the EOS integrator is to work themselves out of a job. Mm -hmm. So we are at the point but now. not overnight. Not, no, nine months. We're nine months yeah. in. She's now at the point of just hanging out in the backdrop uh, twice a month just for maintenance check-ins. But it was, it was um, rough. <laughs> it was good, but it was, it was not easy, but it was, and, it was and what are the benefits. What are the benefits now that you're involved with the US? Um, more, I just think more clarity. We have set meetings. There's consistency. There's clarity about what we're doing, when we're doing it, what our focus is short, like, you know, weekly, daily, monthly, quarterly, yearly, Targets, KPIs, our, our core values are spread all throughout the, the law firm and themed through everything we do. So um, it just, it gave a really nice, and we, we, we update them. We all update them quarter. We just had our quarterly meeting yesterday, quarterly, six month, yearly. So it, it, it just, it, there's a plan. There's a big plan with milestones to, to go after. Love that. Thank you. You can reach out to me offline. It's hard. To, it's really hard to explain until you yeah, do. Put your, put your information in the chat box so sure. I have it. Thank you. Yeah. And, I, and for that, like, obviously, Traction is a great book to read. Another good book to read um, is, uh, and I'm going to forget the name of the book, Fireproof. I think Fireproof um, sure, by Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike Morse. 
anyway, he was on the he was on the unbillable hour a while back, but he's a great guy. I, I just remember his type. I remember his phone number was five 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 Mike wins, um, or eight 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 Mike wins. Um, that, that's which is you know spoilers to marketing genius. Um, but in the, he went traction in a big way, and he, his book is all about how he did that. And he's another guy who actually consults on it, so he doesn't have much consulting background. So for what it's worth, I haven't worked with him. I can't vouch for him, but uh, but I can vouch that he's a nice guy. Wait, and I see Jen has been working with SMB, Bill Hauser and Andy Stickle, whatever his name is. Yeah, I just started with them. And let me tell you, they are absolutely powerhouses, just like you said. They've already started bringing in organized culture, the KPIs. They're they're doing a lot of the done for you part of it where they're setting up the Google side. They're setting up the social media side. They're setting up the ads. They just want logins. They just want logins for you so they can turnkey it and they just start running it. And then all of a sudden you start getting business and it starts to coming in. And then they want to make sure that when you have business coming in, that you're trained to actually make those hits on your intake convert. And then they, they specialize in converting. So they specialize in getting a flood of clients to you. And then they specialize in training you to convert. And, they, and one thing I will caution everybody, because I see this happen so much, especially like at the ABA tech show or your local state bar, small law firm stuff is people will say, oh, I just, I worked with SMB. And by the way, SMB, they're, they're good folks. They do a good job, but they're not for everybody. Each group, there's so many, is good for a particular kind of firm during a particular part of their life cycle. There's no consultant you'll work with that's good for you forever. You know, just as you grow, the people that will help you get from where you are to the next level are always different people. And, you know, the good ones are the ones who will recognize that and say, you know, I've helped you this far. Now I recommend X, Y, or Z to help you on the next step and not try to pretend uh, that they can they can stay on the journey with you forever because it's just not true. Uh, otherwise, they wouldn't be good, right? Because they get good because they focus on that part of a journey. SMB, like what Jenna was just saying, that really amazing, like taking over your marketing and, and bringing in results. And then they're pretty good at helping you, uh, you know, on the, with the intake stuff. But you know, then you'll when you fix all that, you'll break other parts of your business that they're not particularly good at, and you need to bring in other people to help with that. You know, Rainmaker Institute is another place that, that can really help with with that kind of stuff. Um, and there's others. I just they're, they're not at the top of my head. And you know, and I I always hesitate on these calls to recommend. And I think I hope everybody's noticed. I haven't actually recommended anybody. I've said names of people I know, but I need to know more about your business in order to really pair you with who you need. But I think you know you would if traction is what floats your boat, then you know working on getting an EOS integrator would be a good way to start. Um, right. So what I, I'll just make one more comment. So what I did at the beginning of this year is I hired a young girl out of business school to be maybe the, the implementer, you know, to ha handle all the, why, why, why? Well, cause I figured she, she would handle all the projects that we want to accomplish in this office. Okay. I have so, a 16 year old son. He could come do it for you too. There you go. Exactly. No, no, <laughs> You need someone who's been there, done that a hundred times. This is not someone from business. They don't teach this in business school. The business school teaches you how to learn, like how to talk business. I thought she would take things off my plate. So, because I always have- I'm sure she will. Business. And then she'll run them her way with her inexperience and create more chaos in your business. Yeah, maybe. 
a business school person would be a great person to work alongside an integrator and learn. That would be cool because they're they're a sponge, right? They can take it all in and then really run with it. But technology savvy and unbelievable, whatever I've asked it to do. So I'll give you one idea of what I wanted to do. We have already written out all the processes and procedures in my office. And I asked her to find software and upload it. And she went around to every department, figured out, you know, got them to write down everything that they do. And now it's all searchable. You want to know on your first day of the job, you know, what forms you have to fill out. You type it in and it all pops up. That was her first major project. And that's valuable. That's valuable. Very valuable and and impressive that she did it in a, I gave her an incentive. I'll give you a bonus if you do it by X date. And it was done immediately. And my my son could come in and make you guys pizza. He's really good at it. (laughs) Delegate out those tasks that take up your time. Staffy can help you with your legal, administrative, marketing, and even client-facing workload. Hiring Staffy's top-notch bilingual virtual staff means Staffy does the recruiting, hiring, and training for you. Then, if you need a change, Staffy handles it. You get to concentrate on your strategic work. Schedule a free consultation at staffy.cc. That's S-T-A-F-I dot C-C and get $500 off with code HAPPY24. Nearly 80% of people search for lawyers online. They visit websites and check reviews. If your site doesn't appear in the top search results or it presents poorly, you risk losing clients. That's why you must know how your firm stacks up on Google against the competition. See how your reviews impact clients' decisions and how you can get better results from your site. Get an unbiased marketing performance report in under a minute right now at Grow Law Firm, and that's growlawfirm.com slash unbillable. Once again, growlawfirm.com slash unbillable. In our next two segments, a lawyer wants to know how to grow and market her firm when cash flow is tight. I'm kind of all over the place. Um, (laughs) How do you market when you don't have any money? I'm coming off of a year with um, $700,000 a year this year been in business five years. I'm in a huge cash crunch. At this point, I'm, I'm doing everything that I need to do as far as gas calling, following up with those who didn't sign. But I don't feel like things are ever going to change at this point. And I know it's a mindset thing, but mm-hmm. I really need to market. And how do I do that when I don't have the funds to do so? Okay. What is your business? Oh, I'm sorry. I practice social security disability, which is contingent. Um, Cases Mm -hmm. don't pay until 12 to 18 months down the road. And I practice personal injury, uh, seven, eight months if we settle. And I hired an attorney in January last year to handle a criminal defense practice. Didn't really make the money that we thought we were going to make with it last year and still not doing very well this year. And I don't know how to convey the importance of getting the cash in the door and converting. And I think that's an issue. We have a sales conversion issue. I just hired an intake person who started last week. I got to get her up to speed. She is a remote employee from Argentina. So I guess marketing and sales conversion, because at one point we had the leads, we just were not converting them. And since we've been on this call, I've been looking at my lead spreadsheet to see where we are not converting. And it's criminal. We're not converting. Mm. 
Hmm. So you're working in a bit like your primary businesses, because like you just said, you just started the or have tried to start the criminal thing going, which is smart in a sense, because your other two businesses have negative cash conversion cycles. Cash conversion cycle, for those of you who don't know, is, is how much time between the time you spend the money on marketing and production and the time you get the money. And so, like you said, SSDI, that can be 18 months. Right. So everybody um, I'm signing now, way down the road. Yeah. yeah. And so that's a tough place to dig out from. And then PI, yeah, yeah, you, you might get a couple of quick licks, but you know, you're probably your average is like you said, about nine months to 12 months to funding, um, depending on what, what you're doing in PI. And then you brought in criminal, which is like cash on the barrel head. So that balances it out nicely. Um, but if you're not converting on that, then um, it's not helping. So I could give you lots of ideas to help you with the SSDI and the PI, but that's not going to help you. It's going to bury you. Yeah. Because if you sell a bunch of SSDI, who's going to do the work? Well, I have, well, I have one attorney. Now. I had two attorneys. Um, one I fired. Um, right. but so the point being is pe- the answer to the question is people that you'll have to pay for a year. Yes. Before you see any money. So if you're in a cash crunch now, that is not where to focus. If you're serious about criminal, that's where to focus. And you've got to get Argentina off the line. That's not going to happen. Okay. Let me tell you this about the criminal. I brought, so it's my business, but my associate, so she is not passionate about criminal anymore and doesn't want to handle criminal. She just wants to focus on the PI. So that's fine. She can focus on the PI and you will pay her when that pays, right? That's if she, if she wants to focus on the PI, let, let her learn what PI is all about. No money until there is. And then it's great because it's, it's a great practice. It can be very lucrative, very profitable, just not in the first nine months. So you're not in a position to grow her into the PI practice unless you've got someone leaving. And if she doesn't want to do what she came in for, then there might not be much there. So like, listen, I'm not telling you to do criminal. So first of all, you got to decide whether you want to do it. If you do, then I've got ideas on how to market it and get and get get it going. But it does not include Argentina can be like I pick up the phone and I make sure I get them to you. Like it, it could just be like sort of a a phone direction person, but they're not going to close. Okay. Criminal. What do you think the shelf life of a criminal prospect is from the moment they call you? A day. No. About, 40, about forty-five minutes. About forty-five minutes. If you don't close them in 45 minutes, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Just like PI. Um, uh, PI is a little bit easier. They're they're almost three to four hours. And depending on the size of it, like if it's a major PI, it's longer, lesser, smaller, but criminal, they they are going to hire someone. They started dialing. You're lucky they reached you. When they don't sign with you, they're going to continue dialing until they do. That's just, that's the nature of the beast. So your whole... Marketing your your whole intake system around criminal has to be a very different system than around some other stuff. You know, with SSDI, you can do a nurture sequence. You can really teach them along the way. You get them signed up. Like that, that's a slower burn. PI a little bit shorter. You need to get them some stuff. You need to get them believing that you get settlements and that you can put money in their pocket. You have you know the better part of a day to do that. Criminal, you got to get them on the phone with someone who's going to tell them that things are going to be okay. 
And like, depending on your personality, I, I, I was a prosecutor, right? So what did I do when I first went into private practice? I did criminal, of course, that's what I knew. And I worked with a guy and I always, I, he could do what I couldn't do because he would just sit across the table from a prospect and just go, son, you in a world of hurt. And if you don't get this fixed right now, it's not going to go well for you. And like money would just jump out of the guy's pockets and get done. You got to be able to have that conversation to like to instill urgency, to inst- to make sure the options are clear, and to close that sale on that first call. Boom, got to be done. Now, of course, if it's white collar crime or you know serious felony, that you get a little bit longer because they're going to do more due diligence. But for your you know for your bread and butter, it's got to happen fast. But the first thing for you is going to have to be to decide whether that's what you want to do. Law Clerk's nationwide network of talented freelance lawyers is trusted by thousands of law firms. Solo attorneys and firms can get help with project-based work and also ongoing work via a subscription. Sign up is free and there are no monthly fees. You only pay when you delegate work. Plus, Law Clerk has a new app for your mobile device to help you manage the work you've delegated while you're on the go. Be sure to use referral code UNBILLABLE when you sign up at lawclerk.legal. Find out how TimeSolve fits your firm. With six different ways to track time, surely one will fit, even on the go, or quickly estimate flat fee projects. Batch payments for hundreds of invoices at once with TimeSolve Pay. Getting paid quickly is a great fit. And TimeSolve fits with the other tools you use. QuickBooks, LawPay, NetDocuments, LawRuler, Microsoft, all just plug in. Try TimeSolve free. Get a $100 Amazon gift card when you sign up. TimeSolve.com. I know a little bit about estate planning. I clerked for a probate court judge. Um, I have the software, whereas we can plug in the information and spits out wills and trusts and things to that nature. So I thought about pivoting to that, but then again, I would have to market for that. So in the event the associate decides to go elsewhere who practices criminal, I can handle the estate planning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, an estate planning is a good cash on the barrel head practice. Um, like you said, it does take, you need to get some marketing, but there are, there are relatively low dollar ways to market in that business. But the first thing you have to do is decide what, right? I, 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 neither you nor I should spend a whole lot of time figuring out how until you figure out what. And the what bothers me because I'm spread so thin, you know, with everything. It's like I hire people to do things and things are not getting done. So I'm always interjecting myself back in the business. When I fired the social security attorney last week, luckily I have my old, I used to work for social security. So now my old boss is my legal assistant. So he's able to, you know, 36 years of social security knowledge. He's able to answer those questions, but he can't go to the hearings for me. There are a lot of other things that I must do. So it's like I'm spread so thin trying to grow the business, but also trying to keep clients satisfied and even keep staff satisfied. And that is frustrating because like you said, you know, I hired her to do one thing and now I'm getting the flat, like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I feel like that is why we're not converting. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the reaction just needs to be, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely provide you a good reference. It just, you just, you're not in a place where 
you can carry a whole lot on your back right now. You need people who are producing. And it sounds like, I mean, and you're, you're basically self-admitting it. Like you've got a track record of, of not insisting on accountability in your business and that people pick up on that really, really quickly. And so, I mean, for me, like if I'm jumping in and I'm trying to help you turn this ship around, by the way, another good book, probably really appropriate for you right now, turn this ship around. I would jump in and say, first of all, let's just decide what we're going to do. I don't care. Okay. I don't care if it's criminal. I don't care if it's state planning. I don't care if it's family law. I don't care if it's something else. Let's just figure it out. And you know, those are all cash businesses that are good as a balance to the SSDI and the PI. Then once we decide, then we do the what. You know, I don't know if you're using what for state planning, if you're using Wealth Council or the other one. I forget what the other one's called. Ah. Um, yeah, there's two major National providers. National Network or something? I think a National Something Network? No. Alley Cats. Alley Cats. Those no, Alley, don't do Alley Cats. But you know, there's another one that like Wealth Council. There's like two major competitors that provide all the forms. And uh, and they, they both of them have like canned marketing that you can do. You know, the, one of the reasons it's kind of cool is you can do low budget. Um, you, you can just go do seminars. You can just go talk to people about estate planning and didn't do seminars, you can close 50, 60% of a room by putting on a seminar that's going to cost you, you know, $120 in box lunches and, and you can get business fast doing stuff like that. And it's all like, they'll, they'll, they give it to you, like all packaged up and ready to go. You know, criminal, I found criminal really easy to get business at very little money. Uh, you know, first way, you know, as, as a young lawyer, you know, I just went to the every judge in, 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 in the circuit that I was willing to go to and just said, appoint me cases. And then I'd be in court and people would see what I did in court. And then I'd get cash cases, real cases. And then I, you know, respectfully tell the judges, thank you. No more appointed cases, please. And uh, you know, so you can spin it up that way. Um, and you know, you could hire a young associate who could start doing that for you. You know, there's, there's, there's inexpensive ways to get any business started up, but you first have to ask which one. And then we we can go do that. And I don't think um, I know we're at the end of time here, so I don't think I helped you that far. But I hope I gave you some a place to start the thinking. And uh, you know, feel free to reach out. I'll be glad to kind of talk to you a little bit more about it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you all so very much for joining the Unbillable Hour Community Table. We are back here every month, third Thursday at three o'clock Eastern. Thank you all so very much. And don't forget also to check out on um, the Unbillable Hour. We have a couple of really amazing guests in the next couple of shows, fantastic shows. So take a listen, the Unbillable Hour on the Legal Talk Network. Y'all take care. Thank you for listening. This has been the Unbillable Hour community table on the Legal Talk Network. Learn by doing with Practicing Law Institute's award-winning on-demand interactive programs. Developed by experts in learning design, these immersive programs incorporate the latest in research-based instructional design and technology, allowing you to try out concepts, challenge yourself, and grow your skills using real-world scenarios. With programs focusing on professional development, client-facing skills, and law practice management, you can earn CLE while you learn. Launch now at pli.edu slash interactive or download PLI's mobile app.